Hello and welcome to the Geeks Guide. I'm Ryan Dawes, tech journalist, and with me as usual is Lucy McKell. Hello, everybody. So we've obviously seen Wonder Woman now, and yep. I hope all of our listeners have as well. Because yeah, it's been of, out for a little while now. It's been out for a little while, and go and buy the amount of box office records it's been smashing. I think pretty much everyone on this planet has seen it by now. Yeah, and definitely. And they, they should have. It's by far DC's best film, but it's had such a societal impact, I think. Yeah. I don't know whether you sort of consider yourself sort of a bit of a feminist. It's a very big, powerful female role. Yeah. But it's had a really big impact on young girls. So okay. there's a lovely letter that someone posted. It was a, uh, a teacher who works at a kindergarten. Right. And basically posted a load of experience that they've had since the film came out. Okay. So first of all, on Monday, this lady had a boy who was obsessed with Iron Man told me he had asked his parents for a new Wonder Woman lunchbox. Okay. Which is quite cute. Yeah. Then a little girl said, when I grow up, I want to speak hundreds of languages like Diana. Okay, that's cool. Yep. This girl had her parents revamp her Beauty and the Beast birthday party in three days because she simply had to have a Wonder Woman party. Yeah. Seven girls playing together during recess on Tuesday saying that since they all wanted to be Wonder Woman... They had agreed to be Amazons and not fight, but work together to defeat evil. Amazing. <laughs> uh, there's this one girl that refuses to listen to you unless you address her as Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a little madam, that is. That's blatantly a little madam. I'm not sure that's entirely healthy, but... <laughs> um, another girl very seriously asked the teacher if she could ditch her uniform for the Wonder Woman armour because she wanted to be ready if she needed to save the world. <laughs> the teacher laughed and said it was okay, and the next day the girl came dressed as Wonder Woman, and not a single kid batted an eyelid. <laughs> yeah, well, little kids don't. No, it's they, not out of the usual it. for them. No, uh, I don't know why I can't turn up for work dressed as Wonder Woman. There's a, one photo that's on the internet, and it's a princess party, and then one girl turns up like a hot dog, and like she is my spirit <laughs> animal. <laughs> I love it, I love it. Uh, so apparently one kid in the class got angry and threw a plastic car over his head and a girl gasped, like in the movie. <laughs> uh, on Wednesday, a girl came with a printed list of every single female superhero and her powers to avoid any trouble when deciding roles at recess. Amazing. See, that would have been me when I was younger. I was like, right, organise fun. <laughs> I've got my lists. Everyone can pick a role. And we're all going to have fun. You do love to bring organisation to the party. Organised You've got to have organisation. If you're going to have any fun in life, exactly. you Exactly. Because else you're going to have two people wanting Wonder Woman and it's all going to go tits up. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Didn't want to say it, but you said it. Um, and finally, I was talking to one of the girls that hadn't seen the movie. What, and you it, personally? Or? Not me personally. This, uh, teacher. this teacher. And the next day she came and very seriously told me, you are right, Wonder Woman was way better than Frozen. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you to that little girl. Yeah, and if they can finally just get off Elsa and just start talking more about Diana. You just, you I'm just happy need to let that. it go, babe. You just need to let it go. Oh, uh, <laughs> we might end this podcast now because I feel like I need to walk out. <laughs> you threw it up, I had to hit it. <laughs> but this teacher ended with a lovely note. Lovely note? Lovely note. Saying, consider this a friendly reminder that if this movie completely changed the way these girls and boys thought about themselves and the world in a week, imagine what the next generation will achieve if we give them more movies like Wonder Woman. Exactly. That's spot on, yeah, I think. I think that's lovely. And, and it sums up the mood of the generation, I think. Yeah. And I mean, we all need that sort of more positivity and yeah. 
you know, especially in this world at the moment, I think there needs to be more equality and yeah. that's it's just a lovely thing, I think, what what this film, film is achieving. Done, yeah. And it seems so simple because if it doesn't really kind of push hard the feminist agenda, I don't think. No. Like, it doesn't kind of feel like it's almost you know, kind of militant, like hitting on. It's just a woman in a strong role, just yeah. And it, it, there's not a big deal made she's, of it. She's from a land where women are equal and are on top, and why wouldn't it be any different? Yeah, anywhere and, else? and I mean, she perfectly like accepted the help of the guy and yeah. stuff. It wasn't like she could do without him or anything. That yeah, just she sort of knew felt that like, she needed him and that they yeah, were but, better as a team. And they were just on an equal footing. Yeah, it wasn't. Well, they weren't because she was boss. But... <laughs> she was kick ass. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it didn't feel like it From was. From a psychological standpoint, they were on equal footing. Yeah, no, it, it was very, but very well done. She could have kicked his ass any she second. She could have kicked his ass any <laughs> second, yeah. But the Crash Bandicoot remaster has now come out. Yeah. The Insane Trilogy. Yeah. And it I looks just, fantastic. I just want to play I, it now. I, I just... cannot wait. I mean, I can't wait to be driven insane literally <laughs> all over again because of that game looks it's just it goes down in history it's just been absolutely incredible well it's one of those games where i was and i don't know whether i was too young but my sisters and her friends played it and i watched them play it but i never I feel like actually... in your household you, you were having to sit back quite a lot yeah so I'm, I'm the youngest of three so it was one of those that i've seen lots of people play it but i don't think i've actually ever played it myself and i just i'm itching to yeah, well, I feel like another game you probably missed out on then was Spyro. No, I had Spyro. Oh, you did have Spyro. I had Spyro on the PS1. Good, And good. I was awful at it. Yeah, I think this was worth it. I was awful at it, but no, I did. I had a crack at Spyro. Good, well, there's hints in Crash that Spyro may be the next remaster. Because okay. in the original Crash Bandicoot uh, game, there was a cheat code you could put in the main menu to access the Spyro demo. Right. And if you do that in in the new Crash, it, I'm afraid it doesn't give you a Spyro demo, but it's um, it kind of gets rid of the cursor or something, so it's like the developers are hinting that there may be something coming. We may all be reading too much into yeah, this. Yeah, quite possibly. But, I mean, I've, I've got high hopes for that now. It would be cool to have Spyro back again. I do miss my PS1 and some of the... Like, there's a game that you could play as a dolphin and you use echolocation and... That sounds like Echo the Dolphin, but quite that's... possibly. I don't know. I had they that on really... PS One. Yeah, this that was a Sega Mega Drive game. That yeah, but I don't, don't think there was any Echo games on on the PlayStation. But it might just have been. It was on. It was on a disc which also had like seven hundred other games, and they were all like mini games. <laughs> it and might it have be been. It could have been like a sort of Mega Drive classics yeah, thing, possibly. maybe then. But Spyro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talking about bringing things back. One thing which does need to come back is supersonic jets because of we obviously developed concord here in our hometown of bristol and there has now been a new supersonic jets being developed by a manufacturer called boom supersonic and five airlines have already placed a total of 76 orders for it it goes at a speed of mach 2.2 I just clicked that we're talking about a real life thing and not games now. Yes, no, I, I'm sorry, I jumped quite quick between <laughs> the two. You did jump quite quick. <laughs> Which equals 1,451 miles an hour. Cool. So, actually melt your face off. But Concord... Yeah, that's not going to be used for like passenger planes, I'm assuming. Yeah, no, this is passenger planes. Really? Yeah, so Concord. Yeah. 
was obviously really expensive uh, at the time, which is why it ended up sort of failing. And I think we've still got one decaying somewhere in uh, in Bristol. I think it's at F- Filton Airfield. <laughs> but that debuted at the Paris Air Show 48 years ago this week, which is great timing on our part. And that had a... <laughs> it's almost like we planned it. Almost like we planned it. <laughs> and that had a top speed of Mach 2. So this is uh, 0.2 of a Mach faster. And How much is a Mach? Well... Like I said, Mach 2.2 is 1,451 miles an hour. Okay. Obviously, you're uh, you're the math genius here, but... That's too too much for me to do too quickly in my <laughs> To head. do it quickly, we may be here for the next 10 minutes of silence, so we'll move on quickly. Yeah. But this, at Mach 2.2, which is 1,451 miles an hour, from San Francisco to Tokyo, it will take a little over five hours. That's where, amazing. Which is insane. Uh, today, in a normal passenger jet, that would take about 11 hours. So like doubled the speed then. Over doubled really. the speed, yeah. So that's amazing. That's gonna be gonna be great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, talking about bringing things back then, I guess Atari. Yep. Obviously, quite well known for their Jaguar. I think was their most recent console in ninety the nineties. Yep. Mid nineties. <laughs> Boxy old things. Yeah. Well, Lovely. they are actually developing a new console. Yeah, I actually wrote called, about this. Called, funnily enough, Atari Box. Yeah. <laughs> calling them boxy things. <laughs> Very original. Yeah. There's not much news on it just yet, other than it's based on PC tech, and mm-hmm. in the little kind of twenty second clip trailery bit, there's a few glimpses of wood veneer. So it might be going a little bit like their first console, the um, Frame Two. 2600 yep but yeah so that could be now looking we'll, out for more news on that one yeah that will be interesting um yeah i did write an article about this and sort of did a bit of a analysis on it you're right there's not much out about it at the moment but if you go on their website they do have a section for developers on right. there which where they're requesting people to obviously go develop games for it which... Well, do you think it will almost be like like Nintendo did, bringing back the uh, mini... What... Not the Super Nintendo yeah. that coming up. Bringing, bringing that back. Or do you think they're going to try and release it as a competing console with PlayStation, with Xbox? How do you... What route do you think they're going to be going down? Well, since they're requesting actual developers for it, it, it sounds like they are going to be opening it up to new games. Right. They may have a... Classics. Sort of a classic sort of collection for it. Yeah. But I do think that they will be bringing out new games. Probably not going head-to-head with, obviously, PlayStation, Xbox. Yeah. But sort of modern retro games. Okay. So sort of still your kind of 8-bit style games. But in a slightly more modern setting. Yeah, almost. but just today, basically. Yeah. And I, I think that sounds really interesting, as long as they get the sort of pricing right on it. it yeah, will that's going to be a big determining factor, I think. Yeah, it would obviously have to be quite cheap. You can price it the same as an Xbox or a PlayStation. Yeah, because and... it's not got the following behind it. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's it's not going to be as capable. Well, speaking of um, new games, as you said, mm-hmm. there's a game... So we've just um, been playing a lot of Overcooked recently. I'm a little <laughs> bit addicted to that. Yes, you are, yep. There's another co-op, and it's a co-op only game that's mm-hmm. coming out called a way out i don't know if you've heard about this it was briefly oh, mentioned yeah, at the e3 prison yes yeah, so it, um, it's from the creators of brothers a tale of two sons which i know was a game you quite enjoyed yeah Billy, yeah it was maybe <laughs> I, yeah i i i did enjoy i'd never actually end up completing it I, it sort of just died off for me well but. 
Well, it's from the same creators, so hopefully it won't have the same sort of fate, but it's very much determined on you have to work together and you can be in two completely different locations at once. One person can be in the middle of a cutscene while the other one's still playing a certain bit. So that looks really interesting and that's something I think I'd want to play with you. Yeah, it reminds me of Army of Two. Can you remember when we yeah, played that? Yeah, see, I really enjoyed Army of Two. That was great. Two. I mean, you could play that single player and have the AI play, but yeah. my God, was the AI awful. Was <laughs> <Like>, he <laughs> just a liability? He was such a liability. He was like, what's his name from Left 4 Dead? Oh. Always dies. Oh, uh, what's his name? I don't. Oh, I don't even care. It's always one. I don't even care the, that I've forgotten his name. The, the skinny guy just always died. Okay, yeah. But yeah, so when that comes out, hopefully early next year, I think that'll be quite a good one to play. Yeah, well, I'm definitely on that. That looks fantastic. Yeah, that and State of Decay Two is the two games I'm really looking forward to playing. Is that the one where it's the really fast zombies? Yes. Yeah. There's there's quick zombies on it. Not Days Gone, you might be confused oh, I might with. Be where there was also like a zombie bear? Yes, that was Days Gone. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're talking Decay about the one is... where they're setting up the borders. Yeah, that's on uh, Xbox, defending a, that one. Defending a thing, defending yeah. a house. Defending the house, yeah. And you do go off on sort of adventures yeah. out and about and that, but it, it looks fun. Now, let's talk about Jumanji. Jumanji obviously has a big sort of place in a lot of people's it hearts. It was one of my favourite films. Yeah, mine too. I mean, Robin Williams, God bless him. Did amazing yeah. in that as he did in most films. And I was a bit concerned when they originally showed the Jumanji poster because it looked very, very different. Yeah. Um, we now have a more extended trailer of it. Still a little bit concerned. I mean, they've played with it a little bit. And... Yeah, so obviously it's now a, a video game. None of this is spoilers if you watch the trailer. It's now a video game. Yeah. Which one side of me, I'm kind of pleased with because it, it opens up to a few more possibilities and all of that and it's not just going to be a bad reboot of the first film yeah it's sort of going its own direction yeah maybe it's the atari box maybe it still feels really comedic i do like the different which characters which i don't know which i if i like that because the first film was quite serious like it was a bit more serious it was a, a sort of a mix i guess it there was sort of a, a cross between action and, and yeah. comedy, whereas this does feel sort of more... It's also, I'm struggling a little bit just because Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a wonderful actor, Jack Black, wonderful actor, Kevin Hart, wonderful actor, but they are in everything. Maybe not so much Jack Black at the moment, but the other two, they're in everything at the moment. Yeah. I mean, The Rock's also in Baywatch out, out at the moment. Yeah, exactly. And, um, <laughs> I mean, that guy, I, seriously, he must not sit down for two seconds. Yeah, I, I'm i I'm going to watch it, but I don't have high hopes to love it as much as I did the first one. Yeah, I don't think he'll capture as many people's hearts, but I, I'm not as concerned about it as I was. I do think it will be a good film if you take it by itself and don't compare it too much to the yeah, original. which is going to be hard to do. It's going to be hard to do. We watched the trailer for Inhumans. What that looks so good. You really like the look of that? I it's... like the look of But it's X-Men-y and it's mutiny and it's, yeah. you know, and it's marvelly and it's just goodness. And I like <laughs> people with powers. Yeah. But yeah, it looked good. Yeah. I, I'm still... This has very much split opinion on the internet. There, there's a lot of people that are like, it just looks utterly awful. Admittedly, I don't know a whole lot of backstory about the Inhumans themselves. Obviously, we know the Inhumans from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which I'm wondering, but, I am wondering how they're going to tie in together. Yeah. I. It didn't look like they did yeah, at all. Yeah, they are quite different, I think. It does look quite good. You've got the 
time traveling dog on there and yeah that's is it time traveling or just space traveling it didn't look like they changed time it just looked like they had gone from his planet onto earth I don't know whether it's time traveling. I think it might just be location traveling. It could be location traveling. Like a teleportation dog. Teleportation dog. Yep. Oh, it was a big dog. It was a big, big dog. What, what's throwing me off is the fact you've got, I mean, you wouldn't know if you're not caught up on Game of Thrones, but you've got essentially Ramsay Bolton in it. And he's playing a very similar kind of looking character is he playing, as well. Is he playing the brother? Yeah. Because he is originally from Misfits. Oh, he That's was in Misfits as well. That's how I knew well. him. Yeah. He was in Misfits originally. So, last week the Raids feature came out for Pokemon Go. Yeah, now tried this, that out for the first time today. Yeah, this is probably the biggest update that Niantic has deployed for Pokemon Go. I think it's a fantastic update. I'm still not sold. You're still not sold? It I mean, might a lot be of because I've aren't. only tried it today, but I'm still not 100% sold on it yet. Yeah, I mean, you still need to play it a bit more, I think, because of... You have the two different eggs which hatch. You have the pink ones which hatch as uh, quite common sort of. These are on top Pokemon, of the gyms. Which appear on top of the gyms. And then you have yellow ones. I think it was yellow ones. Yeah. Who, which appear as more sort of rare Pokemon. And obviously those ones you really need to team up with other people for. Yeah. So uh, I think it's a really good way of getting people together and co-oping on taking out these sort of big, Sort of Pokemon events. I know that the people on like Facebook groups have been meeting up and gathering, yeah. and you know, just integrating a lot more. And I think that's what it is as well. Is that if I am to play Pokemon Go, I'm going to go on a wander on my lunch break. Yeah. So I don't have like a collective people around me that I can go and. Well, you don't have to. I mean, you can. I mean, obviously, a lot of people do just swarm to these gyms when they see one kicking off. So you do go. Yeah, into I work in quite quarters. a remote area. So there's not there's not many I can get to easily. Yeah, I suppose so. But the... I have just randomly teamed up with people before, and I was at the train station the other day, and someone was playing it, and I could see them doing it. And we kind of looked up, nodded at each other, <laughs> and so then we took were on social this. without being social. We were social without, yeah, which is essentially the age of smartphones. Full stop, really. Yeah, We've so got there... a big ev- anniversary event coming up. Yeah. Not too much has been leaked about that, although there are rumours that there's going to be a special Pikachu. Yeah, well, I believe Niantic are holding a special event for it, like a, a physical event. Yeah, Essentially, an anniversary event. like a festival. Oh, really? Where wow, they've got okay. tents set up for each of the three main teams. And then it's just going to create war. A big oh, sort except of for the yellow team, that's just going to be empty. Oh, I don't know. There, there's <laughs> there's a, to, quite a few yellow about these days. quite a few, yeah. And there's rumours that in the sort of big battle gym thing in the middle, they're going to deploy one of the uh, one of the legendary Pokemon whether it's like a Zapdos or a How, Where is it? Or... How do we get there? <laughs> well, you're paying for tickets, so I think it's San Francisco. Oh, or... it's a bit far, isn't it? Yeah, it might be just for our lunch break, at least. <laughs> <laughs> well, talk, talking about um, updates, Netflix are introducing interactive series. Right, Have you heard okay. anything about this? No, I haven't. So they're geared mainly towards children. So think kind of Dora the Explorer... Okay, so that's, that's my mental age anyway. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So kind of four to six, yeah, I that's, think, that's is that's their time where I land at the moment. Yeah. The first one that's coming out is a Puss in Boots related one. Okay. Um, there's going to be more, including kind of Stretch Armstrong and other characters like that. So for the Puss in Boots one, which is the one we've got most information out at the moment, you go through the story. It's based on Puss in Boots going through fairy tales. Okay. And you get to pick choices. So there's one where he's in front of Goldilocks and Three Bears. And you can choose whether the bears are friends or foe. 
Okay. And so in the Pith and Boost one, there's 13 choices, which will end up in two different endings. So you can play them again, try and get the different endings sort of thing. I think some of the later ones have four different endings and all of that, so it varies. Depending on what choices you make, this episode can only think between 18 and 39 minutes long, obviously depending on whatever 13 choices there are. So that looks pretty cool. It's not available on Android, Apple TV, Chromecast, or the website. Okay. But you can watch the episodes as a linear, normal episode. You just don't get the interactivity. That's quite good. It's, it's good that you have that option because yeah. of... that's. I mean, that's why I love games sometimes is because they are, especially now more than ever, more like interactive movies. You yeah. can go where you want, do what you want, and that sort of thing within reason. Whereas TV shows, you more kind of want to just kick back, forget about doing anything well, and just is, crash more, on the sofa. It, like I said, this is why it's geared more towards... They haven't ruled out it being an adult thing, but it's mainly going towards children. Yeah. Because like shows like Dora the Explorer, they're happy to shout back at the TV it's and kind of like get involved. and Pick your own route books as Yeah, well. like Goosebumps. Oh, yeah. And all those sorts of things. Some of those were, were fantastic. Yeah. yeah. You're not flicking through pages anymore. You're flicking on a screen and being taken down the next story. Which is what a lot of the original games were as well, to yeah, be fair. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to find us on all our social channels. You can find us at The Geeks Podcast on Twitter and obviously you just search for us on Facebook and you yeah. will find us. So hopefully we shall have you back again listening for the next episode. But until next time, thanks for listening.